everybody, you did one hell of a job. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah! It's Talking Boys with the Boys. Hi, boys familiar. What's up? This is Talking Boys with the Boys, and we're back again with some of that Cowboys fuego. But first, a little business. Please take a minute to share and subscribe. Leave us a rating and a review wherever you find this pod. Five stars and a couple of sentences on why you love this pod would be greatly appreciated. And now, the conglomerate, the panel of homies. I'm your host, Adam Y, along with my co-host, Mark Shadamas D, also known as Mark D, also known as the nephew of John McClain. No longer depressed Cowboys fan Dylan Wilson. This is Andres, a.k.a. Dreezy. Hey! hey. Well, hey. Oh. Yeah, 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 you know how it goes. Oh. How, about, how about that ass whooping? How about that ass whooping, dog? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, check this out, man. Bing bong, get money. <laughs> hey, that's exactly yes, what Dallas sir. did. With the 56-14 beatdown over the Washington football team that had the world saying, somebody throw in the damn towel. Throw the towel! Throw the towel! I've never seen a ball take so much money. I was tripping, man. You want me to ask for my bike back? You know I wouldn't trip. What bike? Hey, yo, man. Hey, we're the NFC East champs, undefeated in December, 11-4 overall, 9-1 conference, 5-0 in the division, number two seed with two to go, and still in the race for the number one seed. This win got a lot of dudes wet, dog. (laughs) Hey, but if you still haven't gotten your feel, just remember, life can be a bench. Just ask the no-name team. Hey, Ron Rivera was like, I was tripping, man. You want me to ask for my bench back? You know I wouldn't trip. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Y'all already know, baby. But, hey, Mark, why don't you bring us in with some Cowboys news, dog? What's good, Cowboys Nation? Look good, feel good, feel good, pod good. Let's eat, baby. All aboard. All aboard. All style point enthusiasts, armchair quarterbacks, and fair weather fans. Welcome to the SS Bandwagon Express. Tickets, please. Tickets, please. Surprise, surprise, surprise. We have exercised the offensive demons. Well, first off, fuck your bench and the team with no name. Damn boys, when we ride, come equipped with game. Bench, please. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yes, sir. Chino XL, fuck you too. Exactly, exactly, yes sir. We long dacked the Washington football team with no grease to a record 11-4 and officially won the NFC East. Mm. The day after Christmas, we we made these dirty ho-ho-hos do a long walk of shame all the way to 6-9 and and third in the NFC East. Good job, little buddies. Hey, Washington. (laughs) You got knocked the fuck out, man. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good 
good news keeps getting better, baby. On this Victory Monday, Stephen Jones confirmed that Tyron Smith would be back from his ankle injury this Sunday against the Cardinals. So there's some, some light right there and looking good. Head coach, playoff, baby. Had an, hey, seriously, man. Head coach Mike McCarthy had an inspirational message to his players today, and a few of you fans might want to hear it. This is a season that has excellent potential to be that special year. I think it's important for us to stay truly in the moment. Mm. We view this as the starting line. This is not the goal. This is the ending game. The real football starts now. Back to you, BB. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Hey, I agree with old Big Mike. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Knowledge, man. Hell yeah, kicking that knowledge. But um, yeah, man, y'all know how it goes, baby. We back in the building, man. Talking boys with the boys. Hey, let's recap this game, man. Let's get you good, wrong, and ugly. Well, my, I got my Christmas miracle, guys. <laughs> I got, I got my offense back. I was it. on here, I was on here last episode, damn near about to cry. Where's my offense, man? But, <laughs> <laughs> so hey, we, we finally got him, Kellen Moore. You're back, Dak. You're back. We're throwing to the receivers now. We're, we're not hmm. throwing wide receiver screens. We threw one. It was dropped. But that's neither here nor there. We're not throwing them no more. Well, we're not <laughs> dumping it off to the receivers. You know, we're running to the outside. We're, we're, we're doing up-tempo, hurry up. I'm good, man. Uh, our, our offense is good. I'm good. Well, I'll backdoor you with my good, man. And, I, hey, I'm just going to piggyback on you, Dak, in the passing game. Hey, they were humming again. But Dak, mechanically, is starting to look like pre-calf injury Dak, in my opinion. In his slump, his quote-unquote slump that everybody said he was he was having, he wasn't uh, driving through on his back foot, and he was standing a little uh, tall in the pocket, allowing his weight distribution to affect his launch angles, dog. Y'all know that. Everybody saw it, man. But we saw him get back to climbing the pocket, throwing on the run, and running the ball. He's trusting his mechanics and his calf again, man. Hey, Dak Prescott in the first half, 27 and 35 passing, 320 yards, four touchdowns with 142.6 passer rating. Dak had a positive completion percentage over expected. That's CPOE for you NFL nerds. Y'all like that shit. I like it too. <laughs> Throw, <laughs> throwing to every level on the field by air yards depth versus Washington. Behind the line of scrimmage, plus 8.9% CPOE. Short, plus 7.3%, three touchdowns. In, in mid, he was plus 21.4% with one touchdown, man. But the great, though, seven and nine on third downs and five for five in the red zone, fellas. That's my great of the game. Welcome back, Dak. Welcome back, Dak. Honestly, man, I mean, yes. I mean, that was everything you guys just said, exactly. You know, I mean, I don't have to reinforce everything from the offensive end. Mm-hmm. Honestly, here nor there, but I kind of expected to see that at some point. So I'm not that surprised, and I am happy. <laughs> But it's not like I'm sitting here ecstatic with it. You know, the thing that was really good with that was Steele. Steele catching that touchdown pass, man, because mm. that's, a, that's, that's a microcosm of what everybody wanted to see right there. We're yeah. showing ass. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, honestly, that's kind of a run. It's kind of a run in a way because it was a two- to three-yard pass out to that direction. And I know all the style poison enthusiasts out there were finger-popping each other's assholes on that play because when Steele <laughs> caught that pass, they're like, yes. Oh, my God, is that offense. <laughs> but the real great of the game, man, the real great of the game, honestly, that defense, guys, look. And yep. when, this, when, when, when D-Law came back and what he was able – what this D-Line was doing was very basic in the beginning of it, just pressuring, bringing pressure, four down linemen, four down linemen. Now i got to change that a little bit. Because what I saw last night is what I've been waiting to see. 
honestly, mm. as, as in my career as a Cowboys fan, okay, because yeah. the, amoeba, the amoeba style of that defense, how everybody was standing up pre-snap, how Taylor Heineke is sitting there with a smirk on his face because he's really fucking scared. Because he doesn't know who's coming. He doesn't yeah. know what to call out. He doesn't know what audible to say. He doesn't even know what lineman is down. Everybody's standing. And then when he gives a signifier, everybody knows what's going on. And they don't immediately go into a three-point stand. You got some people dropping back, and you got some people coming. You had Micah Parsons in a three-tech at one mm. point. So, mm. man, the way this defense is playing, it allowed everybody to do their job. Hey, Dylan, your boy Kelvin Joseph got some burn out there, huh? Ooh, he, he got out there and he got some work. Boss man, fan. About it is, hey man, but the thing about it is, everything is predicated on that front. Okay, yeah. the reason mm-hmm. Kelvin Joseph is in there and able to just do his job as a slot corner, not extend out, not do things that he's not possible to do, is because of that front. They're well, able the to do what they corner, need to but, do. But yeah. Well, honestly, you know, with with the way the 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 rotation was on the back end, at sometimes, and the way it will be if J. Lou comes back. I, I don't – they probably put J. Lou in the slot, and they might be trying to you, – you might be getting your wish on that, on that aspect with Anthony Brown getting moved out from there. But, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Kelvin Joseph gets sacked sat the next game, guys. So. Yeah, I think that for what? K.J. played of uh, 57 snaps. Uh, he allowed <clears throat> negative two receiving yards on five targets with one pass deflection. According to PPF, of course, but yeah, man, well, in the wood too, and and honestly, what it allows it allowed Anthony. I mean, look, everybody been dogging Anthony Brown all season, all last season, the chip, all that shit. He's a slot corner. I'm like that too. He's a slot corner. Yeah, I'm like that too. Forgot he was, you know? <laughs> I mean, that he, he was extending himself, and we we're all getting on him, but he's not an outside corner. He was just kind of subbing. Well, guys, the great thing about a win like that, it was so dominating that you can point to a lot of different things and say that it was good or great. You can point to McCarthy keeping the team together. You can point to Kellen Moore's play calling. You can point to Dan Quinn and his just masterful execution of the defense and knowing exactly where to put each guy in his best position to make plays. And like Mark said, I'm going to go with the defense. The defense, I mean, the defense literally had Heineke like scared for his life. Like it sounds funny to say, but I truly do think <laughs> a lot of times when he's when he when he dropped back. Hey, that bro, fool had that face though, man. I don't care. He that's, did. That's, like that's, he that's, really that's, did. Like you trying to hide, man. Like yeah. Like if he was if he was wearing his his Apple Watch during the game, I want to see how many steps he took <laughs> because his steps probably tripled to get away from Gregory <laughs> Tank Micah. Like all them fools had him running for his life. Like man. well, and and, and, and and what was he thinking throwing the same route? Because you're right, Dylan. That was Kelvin Joseph on the outside because he was running the same. They were trying the same go route on Kelvin that they tried on Trayvon off the first play, but they went at Trayvon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Mark says this every week, and it's true. We saw it yesterday. I don't care what quarterback is back there when he can't even finish his drop, and he already has a <laughs> defender or two in his face on his ass. Mm-hmm. I don't care what quarterback is back there, like. That quarterback's gonna have a miserable day. Like all his passes. Yes. So it was just a beautiful thing to see that defense, the play calling, just the overall like execution of all three phases of of the team. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I agree, dude. I agree. Let's let's get everybody's wrong, man. Um, Dylan, let's start with your wrong, brother. Uh, my wrong was just uh, a lot of people were wrong about Kelvin Joseph. We just talked about it, so I don't need to go. Mm -hmm. 
that deep into it. But I'm just really happy to see him get out there. A lot of people were feeling down on him because he did have that injury and he missed time, and people were seeing other people from his draft class performing. But for him to get out there and kind of prove that he belongs in between that conversation of Micah and Osa, like he belongs in that group with them, and I, I'm happy for him, and I'm, I'm glad he's proving people wrong in a positive way. You know what I was wrong about, guys? Y'all, y'all really want to know what I was wrong about? And and, and 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 no, and Mark uh, mentioned this guy uh, earlier. Uh, I was super wrong about who was this team's number one whiteout, dog. <laughs> hey, the best hands on the team with the filthiest five yard and up and out route ever. Tan still. I know. Hey, I know. Connor McGovern was mad, man. He's like, that was my hell touchdown, yeah. man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hey, dude. I, hey, I swear to God, I was just like, man, I, I was, I was yelling, hey, give it to Connor right here, give it to Connor right here. Hey, they, he, uh, back snapped it, hey, kept it close to his stomach, turned around. I said, who is that? Terrence Steele, baby. Yes, Terrence Steele. <laughs> Truffle shuffles, man. Big boy yes, touchdown. Sir. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Mark, what were you wrong about, dog? Uh, I mean, I don't know if you wanted me to go right now because Dylan is gonna, you know, really, really disagree with my wrong. So I don't know if you want Dylan to go before me or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, man, yeah. My wrong, my wrong is something we've seen before. Um, and something that actually, I really don't want it to become too much of a, of a tendency. Mm-hmm. And it hadn't been to this point until he got his 11th, but he allowed a lot of separation. We know who he is, number seven, Trayvon Diggs. On that one play where he, where, what happened on that play is KZ and he are both right in what they're attempting, but Trayvon is wrong in what he is doing. He allows separation. We know that. That's why he has bad PFF grades, guys. I was mm-hmm. looking it up because I was like, look, I saw everything they're saying on the TV, and I'm like, I don't see that. Out of his technique, I don't see him allowing different yards, you know, a lot of different stuff. But you get graded and you get dinged for allowing separation, which he allowed for, for getting separation, which he mm-hmm. allows. He allows them to get separation. But at the same time, I played safety before. As a safety, what happens there is you look at it, and KZ's job as the deep safety is anytime he sees separation, I go. Separation means you're beat. Even if he understands how Trayvon plays. Even if it gets in the moment, in the, muscle, in the muscle memory moment, you are seeing the separation. So KZ's coming, then he hesitates a little bit. Then Trayvon wants to make his move to accelerate to go get the ball. And they're both kind of looking at each other like, oh, shit. And yeah. that's where the mistake was made. That's what I see right there. And, 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 and the only reason I even bring it up, in a 50-point loss, I got to bring something bad up, right? But at the same time, we did see it in a crucial situation before. So I can't have that, to be honest with you. Now, I think he was going for his 12th. I think that he, hey, I think that he was going all out for that 12th. So I won't see him for it, to be honest with you. I think he was really, you know, going there. And I think he and Casey had a miscommunication with it. But at the wrong time, that could be a pain in the ass. So Yeah, I think he gets his 12th this next game. (laughs) I think so, too. Well, you saw they're not – that PFF is actually helping out opposing quarterbacks because – I mean, if you thought you could go after him on the first play of the game with the same route that you that you tried, I mean, you're running it on a, on a rookie over there on KJ. Yet mm-hmm. Trayvon pretty much ran the freaking route for Terry McLaurin right there. I mean, yeah. he ran the damn route for him. So I mean, Shut people are down at him, and I think it's the PFF grades, man. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Uh, my wrong guys. I um I I didn't think this team would score 42 first half points. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I think for the game, I predicted 27 total, right, that they would score. So the fact that they scored 42 in the first half, which, by the way, was more points than any team scored in the whole game, 
yesterday. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah. I was, I was, I was wrong about that. I was, I was pleasantly surprised when they did that because I, 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 about that. Yes, sir. Fifty-six points we scored yesterday, right? Yeah. Did you see that stat where they said that's more points in the in the month of December than the Giants have scored the whole time? <laughs> wow. Not Out of control. Time. I know that's more points than the Cardinals have scored the last three games combined. Oh, oh, we'll get to that. We yeah, get we'll to get that. to that. I'm just saying. I mean, there was a lot of good that this team did, and I was wrong about them. I was, like I said, pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. that the offense looked that 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 we got a glimpse of that offense that what what we were seeing earlier in the season. You know, uh, they converted ten or fifteen third downs. Is that mm-hmm. good? I think it's pretty good. Uh, we oh, yeah. allowed Washington to convert only three of thirteen. Now it's mm-hmm. pretty good. So pretty damn good. I was I was wrong about about the points that they would score, and I was and I'm God damn it, I'm glad I was wrong. <laughs> hey, I think everybody, everybody last podcast. I think uh, last week we uh we all took the over, right? Yep. Yes. I went under. No, no, I, I went under. under. Yes, I sir. Guess, hey, you were dead wrong. <laughs> Fourteen forty yesterday. I went mm-hmm. far over. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll take that wrong. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dylan. What was your ugly of the game? Hey, welcome back, Tyler. Be honest, man. My ugly of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he got his ass whooped all like all game, man. But in a fifty-six point, you know, we're scoring fifty-six points. It don't really matter. But yeah, he he, he was ugly, man. And uh, if I have to throw out someone else, it's Keanu Neal. Tackling uh, his own teammates uh, and shit. Man. God, he does not belong God. out there, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the first thing I told you this morning, BB, when I talked to you? Man, What's you a... said Keanu Neal is Dunskis. <laughs> I said, I can promise you Stick one a fork thing in off, him. This, off this. I said, he's done next year, man. God mm-hmm. damn. You mm-hmm. had him on timer. Hey, just like that turkey. <laughs> he just like that turkey I fried this weekend. Dunskis. God. Y- y- oh, y'all, like y'all, y'all are man. setting up my rant of the week perfectly, but we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, my ugly fellas, my ugly. Everything the Washington football team had to offer. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was ugly. <laughs> hey, what was even uglier was a little scrap between the two teammates over there on the <laughs> sideline. Oh, man, come on. You stick your finger <laughs> in someone's face. You got that coming, man. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> that's what we were just saying earlier. Man. Oh, my God. Don't put your finger in my face. Put your finger in my face. And... Yeah. Man, he was yeah, fighting me every time there, he saw man. me at that game. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, that boy was huffing and puffing. Man, I don't think Deron Payne ever came back in the game after that, though. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think, I, he was, you, I think he was still sitting on the bench, man. You hey. know they were mad as hell on them hot ass benches. Yes, sir. Ninety degree weather's and they got heated benches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, bench, please. Yeah, bench, please. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. What was your other the game, Mark? Ah, uh, well, you know, man. Honestly, uh, I didn't have too many uglies. We that's we put together three facets of the game and dominated in three facets in two games this season. That's against the Falcons and this game right here. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, there's not too many uglies from this. I mean, apart from a slip here or there, I mean, I, I harped on Trayvon there, but at the same time, that's just something to look at in a 56-point win. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, nah, man, no uglies from this. Honestly, some things it, – it's all positive to me because what I see from the defense is continuing and getting better. And then, I mean, this offense, if you like we said, if you can do it once, you can do it again. So, I, I'm so sorry Sir. for the team that runs into this shit in the playoffs. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Andreas, what was your ugly of the game? 
Well, my ugly was pretty much what you said a few minutes ago. Pretty much anything Washington tried to do. And if if, if I can just hit y'all with some stats right quick. So in two games combined, Antonio Gibson against us, last game he ran for six for 29. Mm. Yesterday he ran – I'm sorry. Yesterday was six for 29. Mm-hmm. Last game was 10 for 36. So this top 10 running back against us in two games has run for a total of 16 carries for 65 yards. Mm. Defense doing Yay. their job. Shut Scary down. Terry. I got another – yeah, well, they uh, said, uh, Terry McLaurin been been targeted ten times, and he has one catch. And Trayvon has two. Yeah. <laughs> so he was held to a goose eggs last game. Yesterday, three catches, forty yards. So a top ten receiver, who everyone agrees he's top ten receiver, right? Yeah. So in two games combined, three catches for forty yards. Three three catches, like let that marinate. Three catches, yeah, yeah. for forty yeah. yards. Hey, you know what's funny, guys? Is 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 a lot of people say, man, that defense is 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 humming. They are clicking, but they ain't playing nobody. Well, why does Gary Terry and why does Antonio Gibson? Why do they pan out against everybody else then, and they haven't panned out against us? That should say something. Why didn't your team shut them down then? It's funny you bring that up, bro. (laughs) Literally before we came on, Uh I was on I was on that 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 uh that cesspool of a social media site, Facebook. And I was on a certain, <laughs> I was on a certain sports debate group, and this Raiders fan, of all oh, no. things, a Raiders fan, oh, he Lord. said, "Who the Cowboys yeah, really played though?" Yeah. yeah. Who he said he fixed his mouth to say, "Who have the Cowboys really played though?" Oh my god! Oh my god! Hey, they get I, you know they uh, get real mouthy just because they 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 get a win here and there, man. They won their real Super Bowl mouth. back on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did. But you, yeah, know, you see, the thing that that's why I keep harping on what I harp on every show, because I want people to realize what I'm saying with that. Understand what I mean with that. What I mean by that this defense doesn't even allow you to get into your drop. This mm-hmm. defense, they you don't. don't even know what to call pre-snap. And then if they put you in shotgun, you're cutting your playbook in half. That's right. That's why. Facts, you know, that's why if you understand defense, you understand what we're talking about. This isn't me just spouting off at the mouth. All right. Yep. Yep. This is this is something that when even when we had good defenses in the past few years, I mm-hmm. used to look at defenses like this because I wanted one of these. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I used to look at even when we had good fast defenses, statistically they would be good. I would look at it like, yeah, but look at that. I mean, you got guys that are lining up in different spots, different five tech, nine tech, Leo rolls. You got your 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 three tech dropping back into coverage and taking slot receivers, you know, like it's just it's 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 crazy, man. Quinn and, is know, a madman. Quinn is a madman. Hey, yeah. hey, you know what? Quinn is a madman. But yesterday, Kellen Moore. I don't know how far that bag was like Santa's sack, bro. Because what he was doing with some of those things. <laughs> I mean, Biotis did have a bad game, but did y'all see that one play where Dak mm-hmm. rolled out to the left and they literally set up a screen for the wide receiver ten yard yards down the down the field with Biotis as the lead blocker? Yes. Like sir. I was like, what the hell is that? Hey, cue the ke- <laughs> we're hey, blocking cue the with Kellen- three down linemen. Cue the Kellen Moore uh, meme of him with that evil grin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Seriously, man. Because, yeah, man. You know, that's what it bag, but, man. But you see, guys, that's what it looks like when it's humming. When yes, when it's sir. when it's when the chemistry's working, when the music's playing, that's what mm-hmm. it looks like. I mean, yeah. you saw that one play where said Wilson gets that pass, comes across the middle, and you know tries to uh, lateral it over to Amari, right? I mean, we're all going, oh shit, what are we doing? 
But if that connects, we're, we're off to the races for about 20 yards with our primary receiver with the ball right down the field. Hey, can yeah. we talk about Malik Turner real quick, man? Hey, I want to uh, quote Mark McCarthy on Malik Turner, man, about that catch, that catch and run. He said, I haven't seen anybody make that many cuts since Marcus Allen in the Super Bowl. I told him <laughs> that was an incredible play. Then he comes right back and makes another one. Hey, that boy had them boys skating, man. I said, damn. damn. Man, it just, hey, man, it was just an overall ass whooping, dog. And I, I loved it, dog. He's got to move it. up the depth chart, right? He's he's definitely ahead of Noah Brown, and he might be oh, pushing pushing yeah. for a Cedric Hell spot yeah. if he keeps it up. Hell, yeah. I'll put I, it I, this I, way. Let, let's hope we never find out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Yes, sir. Facts. All right, man. We're moving on, man. You know I got a couple of questions, man. But before that, let's get the off-top rant of the day. Dylan, hit us with the facts, baby. And you guys set me up perfectly. So this week, I just want to ask y'all, is anyone worried about taking Keanu Neal off the field? Anyone at all? Nope. Nope. And, <laughs> all right. Well, that was, that, was pro- that was probably a layup. What about Leighton Vanderash? Are y'all worried about taking him off the field? No. Nope. Not a single okay. worry. Okay. So perfect. Uh, so I think after last night, all of us feel pretty good about Kelvin Joseph. So I am proposing to you guys, why don't we go to a base dime defense? I want Kelvin Joseph and Diggs on the outside and Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis as our nickel slot receivers or slot corners Mm -hmm. because Anthony Brown was drafted as a slot corner. That's his best position. And he looked really good there yesterday. So I'm proposing to you guys that we make that our base defense. We go to one linebacker. We keep our best players on the field and we have our guys out there who can cover, unlike Keanu Neal and Leighton Vanderish. We're actually good at something. And, <laughs> and they are actually pretty good at rush defense. They are good in run support. They uh, Like Jordan Lewis is a good tackler. Uh, he is, yeah. Kelvin Joseph is a good tackler. So what are we like? Let's go to a base defense. We maximize our pass coverage. And we're probably better in run support. So what do you guys think? Best 11. See, like my see my only question, and I'm not saying you're wrong, and I don't understand X's and O's like like you guys, I'll admit that. Would 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 that would that weaken our run defense? Because that, that would be my first worry is would, would, would that weaken our run defense? That you see, that's the way do, I do you do you consider Keanu Neal and Leighton Vanderesh good in rush defense? I I personally to, don't. Okay. Uh to me, I I don't know if I'm gonna say he's good, but you know what? Yeah, I guess I'm gonna say he's good because at least I see LVE. I think I think he's in there like more often than not. Like he's he's around the ball, unless I'm just seeing wrong. But to you me, know, he's, in, he's, in he's, su- he's in run good. support. In run support, I do agree with you, Dylan. I do agree with you. You know, from a standpoint of Keanu Neal, right? And LVE isn't playing as bad as Keanu Neal. Shit, I mean, three no. or four games into the season, no, I was actually not. vying vying for him to be a Pro Bowler up into that first Giants game. So for me, you know, I, I think Dono, but you see the thing is, at this point right now, I don't think it matters, honestly, Dylan. I don't even think it matters with Kelvin Joseph or Jerry Lou when he comes back because the way Quinn runs this defense, if you notice what he's doing, he's interchanging. That's kind of what I meant a little earlier in, when I was speaking about it from an amoeba side of this. He interchanges players in certain spots depending on what the matchup is with the other team, right, and what's going on with the other team. Like this week, you're going to see Zach Ertz at tight end. I bet you you see Jaron Curse shadow him. Yeah, Jay and whatever Ruffin, that does, yeah, yep. that's what that's I'm right. saying. So whatever that does to the defensive alignment and whatever's you know entitled you know entailed with that, big nickel definitely. I want to see Dono. Dono is a tackling strong safety, but he's not that's a linebacker. 
Yes, that thumper, though. You know what I mean? But he's still yeah. not yeah. a linebacker, though. He can't take on offensive linemen. He can't do that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, as a base defense, I mean, it's a good idea. But I, I think – I don't think – the way Quinn runs this and the way I've been looking at it and just analyzing it, it doesn't matter who's starting, to be honest with you. It doesn't matter, <laughs> um, it doesn't um, matter who's starting it, it, out there. The yeah. way this is interchangeable, I can't wait for Jay Lou to come back because I really think – I don't really think that that's going to impact people. I mean, it'll impact snaps here or there, but it's just going to keep fresh legs – I mean, what's the old saying? You can't have too many DBs. You know what I'm saying? Man, I think so, our, our, front, uh, our front four, dude, impacts the game so much with Micah. I mean, it's just like yeah. it, it's just like you said, man. It doesn't matter who you put out there, dog. Like we are, this this defense is serious, dog. So that leads me to this question, fellas. You know, are we the most dangerous team heading into the playoffs? And I'll start with you yes. first, Andreas. Everybody, everybody at once. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. yes. But the reason why All I right. say yes is because we have the best defense, I believe, going into mm-hmm. the playoffs, when we do go into playoffs here in a couple of weeks. Our offense up until yesterday had been had shown, you know, games where they can, you know, kind of not execute. Now, what we saw yesterday – now. Basically, my point is, let me just wrap it up before I get on, on, on like, onto a thing. If the offense that we saw yesterday travels, because I know that defense is going to travel. So, with that defense coming, if that offense even is close to what we saw yesterday, yes, I do think mm-hmm. we're the most dangerous team. Uh, honestly, man, you know, with, with Andres talking about defensive traveling right there, and he was just kind of thinking about it. What you saw was a dome team. What you saw – not a dome team, but you saw Washington in a dome right there. That means – no weather is impacting what they want to do offensively. There's no wind. There's no rain. There's no coldness. So you're it's you know, Dylan's rant. Dylan's rant last week. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, when 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 that happens, it benefits the defense. And man, this defense, this is more akin to some of those, you know, AFC defenses from five to ten years ago. You know, those those Steelers and and Baltimore Raven defenses, yeah. man. Yeah, facts. yeah, you know, this is akin to one of those. If Ray Lewis could go down as a lineman. Mm. <laughs> You know, mm. I, I don't even think he, he can do that. So, I don't know, man. This is, I think that I'm, I'm feeling very happy about this. Um, defense travels, like I said. That running game looked good yesterday. You know, Zeke. Zeke is Zeke. You know, Zeke did a good job. And that knee brace, god damn, he could take a bullet to that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, seriously, yeah. guys. I'm going to tell you all, that is not a knee bruise knee brace. That's a, I don't want to tear my shit knee shit. brace. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. He's trying to keep something intact with that bad boy. It seems like yeah, yeah, he yeah. is, dog. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I feel very good about this team, man. Dylan, are we the most dangerous team heading into the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, you look at it from an offense and defense perspective. Offensively, mm-hmm. we are the number one offense in yards and points per game. That is the if I'm being led to believe we are back and that's the offense going forward. We have the the number one offense in the league. Yep, fingers yes. popping each other's asshole, man. <laughs> popping each other's asshole. And on the other side, and on the other side of the ball, we have a defense that is leading the league in t- uh, takeaways. And ever since we got all our defensive linemen back, mm-hmm. they have been absolutely chaotic even on a normal play where it's an incompletion there's not a sack there's not a turnover there's not an interception yeah. it, you you see someone in the quarterback's face like just causing an errant throw it's just absolute yeah. havoc on every single play and so if we well, have the best offense and the best defense going into the playoffs how are we not the most dangerous, most dangerous. yeah wait wait <laughs> dylan so what you're saying is hell came with d law didn't it yes, absolutely it did. Yeah. <laughs> 
It did, man. And Collinsworth pointed that out during the game. I'm, I'm sure y'all heard. He goes, you know, this defense was playing already at a great level, mm-hmm. and then, but, 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 but once D. Law came back, he literally just took this defense to another level, to a, to a level that we weren't even sure probably that they could get to. But I mean, they they get after these quarterbacks, bro. They get on their ass from the first snap. Yeah, D. Law was uh, he was high, the highest rated defender in, uh, for the Cowboys this week, man. He totaled yeah, one man. sack, one sack, two stops, two pressures, and a pick six. Boy, hey, they was going low on him. That boy had the he had the shuffle on him too, man. Throwing his legs up, ah, ah, get off me! <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, speaking yeah. of going low, y'all recognize them Washington defenders were going to nudes knees half the damn time. Y'all yeah, you mentioned that? that to me the, uh, yeah. uh, yesterday, man. You were like, man, I don't like that. Or uh, this morning, actually, I don't like that man, shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you were like, they no. they sure were, man. They were they they were pissed, man. They were trying to play dirty, man. I, they're I trash like, ass oh, franchise. I'm not surprised. They're trash. Yeah. <laughs> like they're literal trash. Hey, dude, I feel like I feel like a lot of teams play us like that, man. They just they hate us because they ain't us, man. Yeah, that's true. Seriously. Hey, that's just like that's just like everybody else out there that ain't t- with uh, talking boys with the boys. They hate us because they ain't us, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's the damn, that's yeah. the damn truth right there, man. That's the damn truth. We the Micah Parsons of podcast, baby. <laughs> hey, let's go, let's go. And man. we just added more to the defense. Ah, <laughs> uh, ah, uh, uh. but yeah, all right, man. Well, let me hit y'all with another question, man. Should Will McClay be in the st- in the discussion for executive of the year the way he's put this roster together? You told me to press pause on what I was saying earlier. So as soon as you want me to press play, you let me know. Yep, press play. <laughs> okay, so um, we throw the word genius around a lot, right? Kellen Moore, mm-hmm. baby Jesus, you know, yeah. I mean, Dan Quinn, truly a genius on the defensive end, and for good reason. But at yep. the same time, from a personnel standpoint, it's pride and pro- it's tried and proven. This man is a genius. It's not, it's not speculation. Green. It's not throwing it around. And look, everybody can say what they want about the figurehead, Daddy Jerry up there, but the mm-hmm. real GM of this team – is Will McClay. Will okay? motherfucking McClay. Like that's the real McClay. team of this team. What they need to do is just give him the title, go put Jerry out to pasture. I don't want Will going anywhere, man. The reason those <laughs> Ravens teams were so good, <laughs> the reason those Raven teams were so good for so long was because of the jam they had, man. And just yeah. everything that they, from the front office that they always put together. The best teams have the best, most solid front uh... office you can have. And I want Steven to go ahead Sign Will McClay to whatever deal he give him the Gruden deal. Let's give him the Gruden deal. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and give him the Gruden I'm with deal. It. I'm, I'm on years. that, man, because dog, He's this proven. whole team mm-hmm. was put together by Will McClay, guys. It really was. Yep. From free agency he to the draft. To go get man. D-Law. He mm-hmm. traded up to go get D-Law. You know, he did a whole bunch of things from free agency to the draft now. What he did initially when he got here is he brought in all those stopgap players, some of those free agents that can be bridge players to what we're seeing now. We crossed the bridge. We're in fantasy land. Let's go ball. Let's go ball. Hey, that boy said, uh, Jerry Jones, don't look at me, little puppet. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me, little puppet. Hey, man. Hey, don't don't... Us, don't that me boy us. said, put him, put him out the pasture, please. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead, Dylan. All you got to do is show that picture of him on the sideline where he has a coach, <laughs> where he's coaching on the sideline. Yes, for dude, the facts, bro. Yes, it's, man. We had COVID and everything, so not only is was he the GM, he was filling in as a coach. He's the one that drafted Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we had we had Micah Parsons, we had Kelvin Joseph, we had Osa, and we had Jabril Cox in the same draft. 
And then the year like, before, hey, hold up, hold up. Hey, he's Dylan. the one that drafted and he got, CD and Trayvon. They're the same yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. CD, Trayvon, Neville, and Tyler Biotis from oh, the year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's doing all and the free agent tra- signings and managing the cap. Yep, yep. And when we got Micah Parsons, he got he got an extra pick out of that son bitch by trading back but for two. Like what the <laughs> hell? This is Chauncey Golston. They get into the Eagles. They, they get Chauncey <laughs> Golston to take Micah Parsons. <laughs> yes, finesse, uh, finesse the true finesser on the on, <laughs> in this in this game, boy. Will motherfucking McClay. Will get finesse used to it, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's let's go ahead and sign him up right now. Let's go ahead and have and have. And have uh, you know, Jerry type up a deal. Well, not he's not he's not gonna type it up. He's gonna get some lackey to type it up. Yeah, he can't. He can't. Yeah, he wants some more glory hole. But <laughs> okay, let's get a contract signed. You know, typed up. Let's and let's have him sign it right now because everything he's done, everything that guy has done, has I mean, I'd say turned to gold. Now the, then, and again, I'm gonna get back to the cowboy haters. They'll bring up, oh yeah, but y'all drafted Taco Charlton. Okay, all right, okay. That that, that was, was a swing and a miss. Pick. Yeah, yeah. You know? Man, that okay, was okay. Rod's pick. Just like Tristan was Rod's pick. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, but the thing get, is, you know, yeah. once Rod Marinelli ball, was okay. out of the out of the draft room, those things weren't happening yeah. no more. Yes, yeah. sir. But dude, <laughs> I, I would say I would say going back to probably the year we draft we drafted uh, Travis Frederick, which was was that thirteen? That yeah, was thirteen. You you yeah you I think you can point to that draft and be like, man. Cowboys ain't 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 missing on these draft picks. Like we have so many studs, so many starters. And if you look at other teams, you know they're they're they're, they're so. St- oh, this team has four picks left from this draft, and this team only has. I think the Raiders have none. There's other teams that have one or two. Mm-hmm. And y'all just named eight guys that are starters off the last Excellent. couple of drafts. Like what? Honestly, he's the safety net that oh, made me feel better sure. about the Amari deal. About the Amari deal. He's the safety net that made me feel better about that whole situation. I even remember saying something like, in McClay, I trust. Hell yeah. In McClay, we trust over here at Talking Boys with the Boys. We'll call him this, big bro. I got a, I got a nickname for him, okay? Okay. I don't, I'm not going to call him McClay. I'm not gonna, he's the architect. The architect. Okay, I like, I like, hey, because we love what he's building over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sir. Hey, let's go, let's go. All right, man, well, I got another question for you fellas, man. I want y'all to give me two of your favorite moments or plays of the season so far. Since this is the last uh, episode of the of the of the new of the year, and we're heading into the new year, but you know what I mean. So, give me your two favorite moments and plays of the season so far. Um, defensive play: the first time we played the Washington Football Team, first quarter, Micah comes across the middle, crosses the face of the guard, and we have a strip sack. Mm. Um, Dorrance mm. Armstrong recovers right into the end zone. That to me was was Micah arriving as a defensive end who has many tools. Yes, so to sir. me that's that's my favorite defensive play right there. Mm-hmm. Offensive play, man. Honestly, you know what? Terrence Steele last night. Terrence Steele <laughs> last night. <laughs> you talking about the best wide receiver in the in, in on the team, dog? In the league? Oh, well, honestly, come on, man. And honestly, let me All give my explanation for that, man. Yeah. Let me give my explanation for that because what that did, and I'm not singling anybody out here, nothing like that. I just, I, I'd heard it quite a bit mm-hmm. yesterday when I was on the radio. People said it to me. Some of the guys in the studio said it to me. And look, that's a, that's just like I said before. It's a microcosm of what the style point fans wanted to see. So there you go. That to me, I, that's the best play because it's to me, it's like finally like calm down, mijo. Y'all will be okay. I told you. Yeah. My, uh, I guess my favorite play so far. 
Well, or, or, I'm just going to say this. It's the big boy picks. The big boy pick sixes. Watkins and D-Law, man. To me, mm-hmm. those are the, the my favorite plays of the season so far, man. And and my, my favorite moment uh, of the season so far, I'm going to get a little sappy here, was going to AT&T with my pops on Monday Night Football watching the boys beat down the Eagles. I was super stoked in that, that I got to share that experience with Sal, man. So, yeah, yeah that was yeah, my favorite moment of the yeah. year, dog, right there. Hell That's yeah. good stuff. Well, guys, I don't have, like, singular plays. I got moments. So, my first moment was from week six versus the Patriots. We're on the road. We're in Foxborough. We're facing, mm. you know, playoff team, Bill Belichick. Of course, they don't have Tom Brady, but they're still the Patriots, guys. To me, they're still the Patriots. They're still that team that if – if you want to get a good measuring stick of yourself, you got to go and beat this team. So, you know, Diggs gets that interception return for a touchdown, yeah. right? We go up 26-21. Mm-hmm. My buddy calls me. He's yelling. He's ecstatic mm. that uh, of, of that play. What happens? Kendrick Bourne, 75-yard touchdown. Shuts <laughs> us up, right? Mm-hmm. So now we're down 29-26. Under the old regime, under a Jason Garrett regime, we probably take the loss, guys. We honestly do. We probably take that loss. We probably go three and out next series, and and we lose the game. Yep. What happens? We drive the field. Dak gets the ball. I think it was just a, it was just over two minutes left. He drives the field. Zerline, thank God, hits the field goal. We go mm. to overtime. What mm. happens? CD breaks free for that touchdown. Waves bye bye. We go to Foxborough. We beat a playoff team. We beat Bill Belichick. That was my favorite moment of the year. My oh, second yeah. favorite okay. moment was pretty much almost everything I saw yesterday. Because we saw <laughs> deep, I mean, pretty much yes. the whole game. Like from kickoff to 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 when the clock hit zero. The mm-hmm. offense was beautiful. The defense was on their ass. And special teams came through all three facets of the game. Like that Clement whole game the, was the, just perfect. The block and ghost in with the pickup touchdown. Yes, yeah, that hey, was, that hey, was hey. brilliant. And then another beautiful thing. Thank you, uh, refing crew. We only had three penalties called on this. Finally. Three. Underrated stat. Underrated stat of the game. So that's what it's like (laughs) to be able to play real football and not get every ticky-tack-ass foul called on us. Okay. I like that. Well, for me, I I think back to early on in the season where I had a couple of unpopular opinions. You know, I was saying I think Trayvon Diggs is the best corner in the league. People just don't realize it yet. Talking boys with the boys, baby. (laughs) Heard it first. So uh, for him to, you know, that was just a couple games into the season. Then all of a sudden he had that pick six against the the Eagles. He had those couple against the Lions. He had another one against the Giants. And mm-hmm. it just it kept building and building and building. And he, he, he was making me look smart. And then along the way, I had another take where I said Micah Parsons was better than Chase Young. And, and then we're going, we're going to Washington, we're playing them, and he has that strip sack. And then, and then we're hearing the commentators <laughs> rave about how amazing he is and how valuable he is. And it, it was just funny for my hey, narrative. Hey, cue, cue, uh, cue the Tupac walk right there, dog. Yeah, man. It, yeah. It, it was, I love those plays just for a narrative standpoint, man. I was just happy that they were making me look smart for once, man. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> but, 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 if, but if we, if I had to like boil down my favorite play of the year was probably probably the very first pass from Dak. Yes. We're, we're yes. in Tampa Bay. We're backed up on our old, own goal line. He sends mm-hmm. he sends Zeke out wide. He does he has nobody back there. He's going against the Super Bowl champs, best front seven in the NFL, and he has the whole crowd roaring first game after the injury and he throws that pass down the sideline dime to Amari and it just set the tone for the season for me and I was just happy that that play yes. really I love 
but yes, man. Yes, absolutely. Hey, well, real quick, hey, you know what, Big Russ, since you got me thinking about that just a little bit further into what I wanted to say, um, uh-huh. just in a bigger overview with this, like the biggest and the best thing for this season for me mm-hmm. has been able to, has been watching this season just as much of a diehard as we are, being able to have this show with my, with my brother, being able to talk to you guys about it every week. And being able to just experience this with this type of season because mm-hmm. it just makes it that much, much yes, more special. And, and to be able to watch something like Micah Parsons at this time, man. I've been waiting for that, for this type of player since I don't know when. And I get to talk about it on here. So that's yes, really cool. He's on our team. Yes. <laughs> yes, man. Yeah. Heck yeah. Heck I know yeah. exactly what you mean. It, feel, it feels like we're, I, 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 me personally, I feel so much more invested in the, this year than the years past. And being on the, <laughs> uh, being, yes being in the podcast and everything and it just all the wins feel that much more rewarding and yeah I, I definitely don't feel like we're taking anything for granted and it's been a fun ride being able to do the podcast and have have all this extra stuff going along with it my brothers yeah, I'm so, my I'm brothers crunk in here man i'm so i'm walking around my garage in my boxer briefs a michael parsons <laughs> jersey slaps and a backward fitted hat that's how ah! that's how comfortable i am at this year man yes sir <laughs> yes sir all right man well hey yeah i got one more question for you give me your top five players and rank them on this team man and we don't have to we don't have to give we don't have to elaborate on them i just want to i just want the, the listeners to know our top five players on the team and how we rank them man and i'll start mm. with you first andres okay guys uh this for one this is a really great question and i did think about it earlier i was thinking about it and i was, I was looking at the roster and i'm just thinking you know about the games in my head first i'm going micah self-explanatory yeah the best defensive player in in the league <laughs> number two i got Dak. that's my quarterback mm-hmm. three i got tank lawrence like we've seen we, like, we have seen what he's done the past few weeks i cannot even imagine what this defense would have been if we had him all all, all season. Yes. Four, I got I got digs. Hey, real quick on hey, real quick on Tank, man. I think he since his three games back, uh uh post injury, man, he's I think he's graded at, at at graded out at least a 90 in those three games every single game. At least. Yeah. That's that's cold blooded. But anyways, go ahead, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so I got I got I got Micah, I got Dak, I got Tank, I got Diggs, and the fifth, I'm gonna say Zach Martin. To, oh. to he's 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 the captain the of that press. offensive line. He's the one that that holds us together. Yeah. So yeah, right there. I mean, you know, all apologies to Cooper and Lamb and to Gregory, but those are my five. Okay. Nah, man. I'll give you I'll give you my five real quick, man. Uh, five number five, Randy Gregory, dog. I was wrong about him, dog. I thought he was fool's gold. Uh, we talked about this on a on a podcast on one of our earlier podcasts, and I and I called him fool's gold. He he proved me wrong, man. I love this guy, man. He's he's rolling around on the ground with Heineke, man, asking him stuff, man. It's it's hilarious, bro. I love it, dog. I love That's this. hilarious. I love what he brings to the, to the to this team, man. And and he's hey overall the dude is a, a, he's everything that I that I I was hoping for, man. And he's he's proven it this year, man. So yeah, Randy comes in at five, man. Number four, of course, Tank, dog. The two edge guys, man, at four and five, they they set the edge. Uh, they're the rush men, dog, of this team, dog. You know, hey, dude, them dudes, them. I just love what Tank brings, man. He's the leader of the defense, and ain't no way to slice it, man. He is the leader of this defense, man. Uh, number three, Dak Prescott, of course, man. Um, he's the leader of the offense. He's actually the leader of the whole team. Uh, and and everybody rides for Dak, man. You know how I feel about Dakota Rain, man. That's the dude right there. Uh, number two, Diggs, man. What Diggs has been doing, 
hey, that boy Dylan told y'all about Diggs. He told y'all about Diggs two weeks into the season. Y'all didn't want to <laughs> listen. <laughs> and then my number one, of course, hey, how can we all, how can we not uh, put Mike at number one, dog? It's just a joy to watch this kid, man. This dude is fucking bad. That's a bad dude. The Lions mm-hmm. always hungry. Yes, sir. Yes, Mama, sir. there goes that man. I'm going to go there, man. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm going to go from five to one, man. And, and I got, you know, as I've been deliberating this and thinking about it, on five, I got a 1A, 1B. Um, the 1A is Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs. I mean, because, I mean, if you remember what I said in the preseason, I wanted an all-pro season out of him. Remember yes, I said that's, you know, I, that, yeah, that's you did. one of my, my stipulations for it was. And, and I needed that. I wanted that for this defense. I remember even saying if, if it was going to be top ten, we're going to get an all-pro season out of Trayvon. So, you know, given what he does and given what he is for this defense, I give him at five, though, because this defensive line is the strength of the defense, okay? Oh, no. So at, at four, though, I got to put Amari there, man, because to me, Alpha is the key to the offense, along with Dak, of course. You Train have, him. You know, you're not going to put him out there with Cooper Rush, you know, and expect. But, you know, he did show he could do a few things. Yeah. Um, but without Amari in there, we saw what happens with this, def- with this offense. You know, we really did. And then we have our complaints about C.D. Lamb's drops and all these different things. But Amari is the key to the offense. So I put him – I'll put him at four there, you know. And then coming down from that, uh, D-Law. We're going to go with D-Law at three, okay. Mm-hmm. Because, um, honestly, I'm, I'm so what – I, what I expected out of this defense when D-Law went – when D-Law went out early in the season, I expected us to be able to manufacture a strong defense. Not be a dominant defense until he got back, but just what he means to this defensive line and to this team in general. You don't just take that piece out and go, okay, we're good to go. Now, that's why I was surprised with it because we got some different standpoints. We got Dorrance Armstrong in the sack here or there, but you didn't get the war daddy. You didn't get what he is to this defense. And the thing about it is at this point, I'm ecstatic because look how fresh he is. This is like, remember, this is third game of the season, D-Law. Think about that, guys. He's been, you know, he's, and he looks, shit, he looks trimmer and bigger and stronger, to be honest with you. And y'all know D-Law's a work ethic. He's probably out there working while he's been on there. And the second guy is Micah. Yes, sir. Micah Parsons to me, you know, hey, he's my favorite player. I got his jersey on right now. All right? I love Micah Parsons. And what he means to this defense is, is everything. But at the same time, without him, we didn't, we didn't anticipate that we would get this. So for us to say we need that, I, I don't know. But we, we do need and what cannot go without is Dak Prescott, okay? Facts. At number one is Dak Prescott. Okay, we were all complaining about this boy being in a slump. Imagine he's not there. <laughs> I don't want to go through that again. No, okay. sir. Hey, that's all I got to hey, say, baby. Y'all thought Dylan I mean, was sad? Y'all thought Dylan was sad about this offense <laughs> not being – and that's because we had Dak? Oh, man, without Dak, bro, I mean, I'd have been on the couch with that I mean, man. think about those five <laughs> players I said right there. Think about those five players I said right there. And we already went through this, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Micah gets taken out. We try to manufacture a rush. We try to depend on Count O'Neill and LVE. And hey, who uh, knows? Maybe Jalen Smith gets a five. Uh, right? We try to manufacture something. Yeah. Know, we saw what happens when he's not in there. Trayvon, mm-hmm. well, we saw what can happen if you don't have those picks. We saw that last year. The, the, the secondary will suck. But if Dak's not there, everybody kind of gives up on the season. Everybody starts thinking about where the Thank God we weren't doing the podcast last year, man. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it, to be honest with you, man. I liked it. That's how much of a sarcastic prick I am. Uh, Breaking down (laughs) Ben DiNucci? Hell no. Yeah, yeah. But the thing wild. about it is, I would have been, been thinking to what it could have been. You know what I mean? I mean, look, we, were, we gave up 29 touchdown passes last year, and yeah. my ADD brain, the way it works, I'm, I'm over here going, 
Well, I mean, shit. Some of that could have been just Trayvon thinking he had separation. He really didn't. Anyway, we'll go away from that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But what I'm saying, man, is just in general, Dak is the key to this offense. But Tony Pollard is very important to this offense, guys. He really uh is. And I mean, because we're all looking at it, right? But nobody is depending on Zeke to get to break a run. Nobody's depending on Zeke to get past 10, 10 yards, to be honest with you. We see Zeke get the ball, and we're like, what can he do? Good job, Zeke. We, get, we see TP get the ball, and we're like, score. Uh, yep, score, dog. Yep. We're holding our breath, man, because we're like, we're like he has a shoe, uh, shoelace tackle away from just breaking every time, I feel like. Man, yeah. I'm saying, yeah. dog, and I think, I think in the draft, dog, I think that a lot of people are going to be surprised how high we pick a running back because this offense is predicated Ooh. on a running back that, that's Ooh. able to do a few things. I'm not saying the first round. But I yeah. do, do think Zeke Light might be second or third round. So. I got you. I got you. Dylan, give me your top five players, man. Can I give you all top ten? <laughs> go on. Run through it, baby. Let's go. I'll be, I'll be quick. Number one, uh, I, I'm with Mark. I got Dak Prescott. He, he laid it out perfectly. You take him off the team. They, we saw what happens. It would be a complete disaster no matter the talent around them. So uh, most important position in the league, I got Dak number one. Number two, Michael Parsons. He might pound for pound be our best player. <laughs> He's incredible. He's changing pound life. Pound the best player in the league. <laughs> right, sure, man. in the league. Yeah. I, I, I got him number two. Number three, the president, Zach Martin. Uh, he, we, we take it for granted, but every single week, there's a Hall of Fame performance out of him. Yes, yeah. sir. Number, number four, I got Trayvon. He's a interception machine. He's turning into a, a not not just an t- interception machine, but a lockdown corner as well. Ask Gary Terry. So number <laughs> number five, I got. Uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a pick Randy Gregory. I, I love Randy, man. I love the intensity he plays with. I lo- I love uh, like his aggressive play style, the bend off the edge, and uh, I'm just gonna take Randy Gregory, but slightly slightly behind him is Demarcus Lawrence. Again, the leader okay, of the. Okay. D- the leader of the defense and a kind of a comparable player. And he's been an absolute monster since he came back. Number seven, Tyron Smith. We, uh, he's had a lot of injuries, but when he is out there, when he is playing, he's probably the number two tackle in the league. Still Num- number eight, Amari Cooper. Again, Mark made a great point. The offense uh, seems to – when the offense goes through him is when we're at our best. Mm-hmm. And so he's my number one corner, but right behind him, I got number nine, C.D. Lamb. And uh, he's he's had some drops this year, but but when he's on, he, he's on. So mm-hmm. there, I agree. And then number 10, kind of a dark horse, but I got Brian Anger. We finally got a punter, guys. And hey. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So yeah, congrats hey, what to was on it? the Pro Bowl, and that's my that's my ten. Yes, sir. I love it. I love it. Hey, what was it? Uh, uh, anger, angrily angling the ball to the corner <laughs> of the field. <laughs> <laughs> anger, angrily angling the 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 angle of the ball towards the end zone. Hey, let's yeah. go. Talking boys with the boys, baby. Hell yeah. Bring hell it back. Yeah. Well, there you have it, y'all. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, there y'all have it, man. That's our that's our top ten, actually. But yeah, man. Hey, uh, we're riding the, the high horse right now. You can't take it away from us, haters. But anyways, hey, let's jump to Week 17, Boys versus Arizona, man. And what I want you to do is give me your key matchups for the game, brothers. And I'll start with you first, Andreas. Now, you know, Arizona is a team on a three-game losing streak. They're pretty much trending opposite direction that we are. But they're not to be taken lightly. I mean, they still have a top-10 defense. Yeah. They still got Kyler Murray, which when he's on, that boy can create some problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
James Conner will probably be back this week. So they do have a one-two punch with Chase yep. Edmonds and, and, and James Conner. You know, yes, they're not going to have uh, Hopkins back there, but they still got, you know, um, A.J. Green, who has looked – I'm not going to say like his old self, but he, 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 he is showing flashes. You know, they got Christian Kirk. They got Zach Ertz. They got an offense that can put up points. Like I said, they got top 10 defense. They actually have a mediocre run defense, but they have a great pass defense. Yeah. So if there's if there's one game where our, where our run where where our our running game can get on point, I would think it's this one between uh, Zeke and Pollard. So I mean, I think my um, my key matchup would mm-hmm. would be our defense trying to contain uh, Kyler Murray and trying to yeah. force him into Facts. some into some ill uh, advised passes. Mm. The, now, the thing about him is he's not like other quarterbacks. When 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 he gets back in his drop and he feels like he has to escape he'll do it mm-hmm. but we got the athletes we got tank and gregory and micah who can run JK, step for step with him mm-hmm. yes sir so it's 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 gonna be really, it's gonna be real interesting to see how how we contain uh you know Kyler murray this week yeah hey guys um man i i know i hate to say this man and i, I you know i don't believe in the in the bad luck theory or nothing like that i'm not i'm not saying this just to just to uh, mouth off on the on the on the podcast and and think that this that, but I'm not worried about Arizona. A lot of people circled this game and were like, "This is the it game. This, this is where if the Dallas can uh, uh, show me something against this team right now, then I'll know Dallas is for real." But here, let me give y'all a little something, man. Kyler in his last five games has thrown four touchdowns, five interceptions. He also has been sacked nine times and has fumbled seven times in that span. Man, our defense faces him on Sunday, dog. So what is that really going to tell you? Nothing, man. If yeah. we go out there and we blast them like we just like we just blasted Washington, it'll tell you nothing but the but the facts that has been in front of us for the last couple of weeks, man, or actually the last half of the season, man. We are that team, fellas. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, the biggest matchup for me. I mean, everything that I look at. We were talking about this earlier, big bro. Yep. Um, this defensive line and this defense in general and the way it's playing, playing, the way it's evolving, there's not really matchups for them. I really don't give a fuck what offensive line is in front of them. They're going to dominate it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I don't care what the matchup is. You can't say, okay, we're going to – like we were earlier in the season, right? I mean, you even see it evolved in our matchups talking about it because mm-hmm. we used to say, okay, Randy Gregory versus this dude, this dude versus this dude. Guess what? The way this defense works now, and it's not just because they're so good. They are now – like any job, as you go along, you get better at your job, guys. So what's going on with this defense is they're coming from different angles. They're coming from everywhere. So the offensive linemen don't know what's coming. What I'm really interested in seeing is, A, the first part of it. Can Kyler Murray drop back? Can Kyler Murray get back from center in time to get into his, in, into his progressions? Can he make his progressions? Because Taylor Heineke, A, couldn't even get to a five-step drop. B, when he got there, he was running for his damn life, and he couldn't even go through the first progression. C, when he did, he threw it to Trayvon, okay? (laughs) So none of – like, none of that was an offense. They didn't even initiate an offense last night, guys. That wasn't a football game, okay? That was a varsity versus a fucking JV. That's what that was. It was. Okay? And that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. What is Kyler going to do? And how how does Cliff Kingsbury, that I'm not impressed with, adjust to it, okay? (laughs) You college coaches – Take your ass back, man. This is the big boys, okay? Bye. You get your you uh, you get your your nice little you know uniformed quarterback. That I, I I agree, he's good. 
But at the same time, there's another aspect to this. Y'all know how tall this defense is? This ain't no short mm-hmm. defense, guys. No. All right? Mm-hmm. So Kyler's going to have a little bit of a problem on his trajectory angles with this. We got linemen that are 6'6", six, 6'5". Six, six, yeah. I mean, Thanks. hey, they're going to be coming at you with them hands up. So my And they bring that up a lot in Kyler games. Well, it's exactly. because of this, man. There's a guy that perfected this. His name's Drew Brees. He perfected mm-hmm. the trajectory from a shorter quarterback. He's about, yep. you know, six foot, in a, you know, being generous with it. But it is a completely different view. When he talked about it, he's like, I literally have to throw through trees. Sometimes I got to throw through guys' arms. Sometimes I got to throw around guys. That's why in the draft, when they see a 6'5", 225, you know, white boy with blue eyes, they start salivating. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. So the, <laughs> the thing about it is, with Kyler Murray, he's a different type of, of quarterback. But what I want to see is how do they adjust to that? Because I personally want to see how this defense responds when somebody says, oh, shit, and goes completely in the shotgun. Yep. What's going to yep. happen then? And I kind of want to see. That's what I want to see. I, I also, we discussed this, too. I kind of want to see how this defense, our defense, responds when uh, the when the quarterback says, fuck this, man. As soon as I snap this ball, I'm gone. And, and that little motherfucker is the guy to do it. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yes. Yeah, and yep. – and, you know, sometimes you got to get punched in the mouth every once in a while. This defense hasn't been punched in the mouth yet. I don't know if it's going to, but it, you want to see them respond before the playoff starts, right? I mean, everything looks beautiful, and all we see is dominance. I want to see what happens when they when Kyler Murray breaks them off for a 35-yard run they weren't expecting. What happens? Yep. Yeah. yep. Actually, the next two weeks we're going to face quarterbacks that, that aren't afraid to tuck in a run. You know, I mean – Kyler's a much – well, I'm not going to say Don't much faster. Bring up he, he, he is faster than Hurts. But, you know, Hurts will take off. Yeah. So I, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good to see the next hey, two weeks hurts, we're, we're hey, playing quarterback. Monday night football, Hurts got Molly whopped a few times, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. But but I think Hurts, I think Hurts now is playing better than what he was back then. This is true. Yeah, this is true. My, that my first, number one priority is is something y'all already elaborated on, and that's Kyler's legs. Uh, we see it a lot. He extends the plays. He likes to run. He, we just saw him had a, like a 50-something yard run in this previous game. Uh, and we really haven't seen that against our defense yet, where it's to that extent. And I'd like to see how they uh, how they try to contain it. I don't know if they're going to try to spy it with uh, Micah or not, but I'm very intrigued by that matchup. But other than that, just from our team's aspect, I want to see them come out with that same urgency and intensity that they came out with against Washington. I want to see I want to see them look to just establish their dominance and actually just beat beat their ass like we know they can. You are better than that team. You have better personnel all across the all across the league. And when you look over at Arizona uh, compared to us, like the, there's nothing they can do to stop us. There's nothing we uh, we can do that we can't stop them. So be urgent, have that confidence. When I was when I was watching Dak play against Washington, it looked like he was seven feet tall. The way how confident, and he, how tall he was standing. So <laughs> so get the ball out fast and just whoop their ass, man. I tell you what, and, I you tell know, you the matchup that uh, that I that I that I'm going to miss, and that was going to be. Trayvon Diggs now against D Hop, man. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see that, dude. I just wanted that to see. That would have been it. fun. Yeah, that would have been fun, but I want to see. I mean, I got Zach Ertz in fantasy, guys. All right. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, uh, don't tell I'm going to tell you right you. now. Sorry, man. Curse is uh-huh. going on him. Tar- Sorry. <laughs> he got targeted 13 times this last game. Okay? He did, 13 man. 13 times he out. Is what they targeted. Okay. He out, and man. I want to see, honestly, I want to see. What I'd like to see is us kick the shit out of him and him get a touchdown in garbage time because I'm in the Super Bowl. Okay, anyway. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. 
Let's go. I mean, getting back to what y'all were saying just a minute ago about Micah probably spying Kyler. Um, again, not to bring him up. Look, look, I hope it's yeah. Micah and not goddamn Keanu Neal. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, nah, nah. That would be suicide right there. Nah, but uh, <laughs> not to bring up Collinsworth again, but you, did y'all hear last night? He was he was saying how, you know, uh, pretty much Micah is the guy for the defense. That, like, whatever we need done, just call up Micah and he's going to get it done. Do we need, you know, someone to rush and get a sack? Call up Micah. We need someone to, you know, do this, do that. Call up Micah. Yep. Can can just uh, drop back thirty yards into coverage. Call up Micah. So he's pretty. I mean, <laughs> and, he's he's and, become like the do everything dude. Yep, he well, is. That and, dude. and considering what what considering the news you guys heard in the, you know about Tyron Smith and he's good to go. Now that's not a completely hundred percent Tyron Smith with a high ankle sprain. So that lets you know they're putting they're pushing the gas here. They're not going to sit yeah. back and go, oh, we might be vanilla with this team. No, they want to go put their foot on their throat, crush their yep. larynx, and get Cooper rushing in the third. Okay? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Those are facts, though. Those are facts. All right, man. Well, Dreezy, why don't you bring us in with your betting lines, dog? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I looked earlier. The Cowboys opened up as five, five and a half point favorites at home. Mm. They got the over-under at 49 and a half. Uh, pretty healthy over-under. Um, I personally am going to take the over barely because I'm predicting something like a 30 to 20 game. And I, I, I had predicted that score before I even saw what the, what the over under was. Yeah. Uh, like, like Mark brought up uh, a second ago, these are the mm-hmm. fantasy Super Bowl uh, week for, for a lot of leagues. Okay. <clears throat> I'm in, I'm in two finals guys. And uh, hey, okay, th- thank okay. God, thank God, thank Mark God. to two- <laughs> Yeah. Thank God to two things, Cowboys defense and Tom Brady. Yes, sir. But, uh, yeah, so basically, guys, if you are if you are in a fantasy championship, you got Cowboys defense, that's a no-brainer. Start them. If you got the Cowboys receivers, start them. And, honestly, on the Cardinals side, if you got Ertz, you could start them. You could hope for a garbage touchdown. I wouldn't be mad at it. If you got Edmonds, I would start him, too, because I think – even if Connor is back, I think Edmonds showed enough last week. I think he's going to be more of the workhorse than than, than what Connor would be. Um, even though Connor, when he is in there, he has shown you know he, he can get into the end zone pretty easily. Um, but like I said, uh, the the, the over under is forty nine and a half. Cowboys are favored by five point five. I do think the Cowboys cover, and I would take the over on that. Well, I'm taking the over. Let's go. Yeah. I'm definitely taking the over. And you know what, man? I want to see a better game because that shit, that last game, I was already riding Marquis corner up by the fourth quarter, man. Like, seriously. <laughs> and, and, hey, honestly, and, yes, and these, these cowboys were cock blocking my ass, too. Because my wife was sending me Snapchat after Snapchat of some dirty shit. And I'm over here, like, fucking, hey, I'm over here, fucking, like, like, hey, this is for real. I'm not even trying to make a skit right now, okay? Like, seriously, I'm like, I got, I woke up this morning, I went to my patient's house, nigga, I'm checking my Snapchat. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, you fucking cowboys had me so bored, I was working on shit, motherfucker. <laughs> damn, damn, bro. Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, well, y'all know what time it is, man. It's prediction time, man. Give me your score and your wild prediction and who wins this game. And I'll start with you, Dylan Wilson. Well, uh, Kyler Murray had some comments last year where he said he didn't grow up a Cowboys fan because they were always ass. And he was actually, you know, seen in a Cowboys jersey, you know, mm-hmm. a picture of it. But that's, not, that's neither here nor there. 
So, you know, he said we're ass. He he, he was talking spicy because he beat up an Andy Dalton Cowboys team. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think yeah. I think the Cowboys win somewhere along the lines of 34 to 21. And my bold prediction is Kyler Murray has four turnovers because Kyler Murray is going to be ass and fucking ah! go Cowboys, man. Yes, sir. There you go. Let's I like go. that. Let's yes, go, sir. man. Hey, man, look. Hey. Me too, man. I, I I agree with you, man. But I, I think I think it's gonna be somewhere along the lines of forty-five to seventeen, man. Even Cowboys better. win. Yep. This defense continues to roll. Give me three sacks, two from Randy Gregory, one from Neville Gallimore, and Micah gets his pick this game, man. And like you just said, man, fuck Kyler, he's ass. <laughs> yeah. Kiss my ass, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're gonna go first. I'm gonna say okay right off the bat. Yes. Fuck Kyler. And Kyler, <laughs> Texas don't want you back, dog. You can stay sure your dog, dog. keep your ass in Arizona, nope. man. Yes, <laughs> We don't want you back over yes, here, man, sir. with all the mass comments. I want to see an ass whipping, man. Um, I'm going to go with uh, second MJ number, 45 to 10. Oh. We'll go oh. MJ to Tim Hardaway, 45 oh. to 10. Let's go. Man, y'all got me hype. You know what? I said 30 to 20 a minute ago. You know, I'm going to raise it to 37, 20. I'm going to say our, our defense is all in Kyler's ass. I think mm-hmm. Mike is going to play the part of Tupac, and he's going to pretend Kyler Murray is mob deep. Oh, Don't worry, y'all got go. sickle cell or something. Fuck around here to seize your heart yes, attack. You were back the fuck up before you get smacked the fuck up. That's, I, got, I got the lowest score here. Hell, man. Hey, what's going yeah, on? man. Oh, hey. no, 40 burgers. Fuck hey, that. 40 burgers. <laughs> hey, Micah, hey, hey, Tank, Gregory, they're all going to do their thing. Yeah, we'll see yeah. the second string quarterback for the Cardinals because they remember that ass comment too, motherfucker. Yeah, yes, yeah. Sir. yeah, yeah, they do remember. Hey, Tank, especially Tank, you know that boy don't forget nada. Hey, hey nope. real quick though, also- I know we got on Keanu Neal, but y'all see him put his fucking face uh, face mask in Tyler Heineke's chest? Oh yeah. man, that yes. was beautiful. That was a beautiful. Yep. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tyler, you, you know when you fall off the slide when you're a kid and you're sitting there going, oh, I'm okay. I, I don't, uh, uh. <laughs> remind me of that. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, next play. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell hey, did, yeah. Did, did y'all see Jordan Lewis uh, uh, on Twitter where they asked him, uh, y'all must have been pissed off or something. What were y'all mad about? And he, and he posted that picture, that screenshot of. Uh, uh, oh, Gibson it, waving yeah, back. Gibson yeah. waving. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, you know they're going to be petty mm-hmm. as hell to Kyler Murray. Oh, man. They coming mm-hmm. after that boy's ass, hey, man. I'm trying to tell you right now, dog. This is going to be fun, man. It's fixing to be fun. But, anyways, yes, man. Hey, let's jump to the Twitter train, man. The shout out train, baby. You know how we get down. Uh, let me get to Twitter and see what we got here, man. Um, Okay, okay, okay. All right. Hey, shout out Mario, dog. Mario Herrera, dog. Mario H86, our guy, man. I was rocking with us. He says, what's up, guys? He says, hope you had a Merry Christmas. My taco this morning was salty as fuck, just like the Washington <laughs> football team organization after that ass whooping. <laughs> hey, man, he says, this is Dooms- Doomsday 2K, baby. He says, Dallas wins 31-19. Bold prediction on offense. Coop, 120 plus and three touchdowns. Ooh, wait. Feel you, hey, Mario. Real, hey, real quick, I got, a, I got a question for you, Mario. Real quick, answer me on Twitter. What's your favorite chicken's name, bro? Get back to me. Hey, let's go. You heard it, Mario. <laughs> Get back with us. Hey, hey, on defense, he says hold. He that we're gonna hold Kyler to zero passing yards, or oh no, zero passing touchdowns and three turnovers. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey, let's, let's go. go. 
Let's go. Yeah. Hey, shout out to uh Philip Shoy, our boy back from Germany. Shoy. Philip Shoy, always rocking with us. What's up, mm-hmm. Philip man? Hey, he said Hit happy. Shoy. Yeah, he says happy victory Monday, fellas. Them boys will win 38-21. Dak will throw four touchdowns, 400 plus yards. Diggs with two interceptions. So if Diggs gets these two interceptions, Philip man, that means he breaks the record, dog. You know what I'm yes, saying? Hey, he says that's that's that'll put him in 13 like real quick. That'll put yeah, him at 13, and he would need two in Philly to actually break the entire record. The entire record. was well, the Dallas Cowboy yeah. record. Yeah, Everson Walsh's record. And he says the defense ends up with five sacks, man. Five sacks. Hey, real, real quick, Philip Shoy yesterday, that 7 o'clock game in Germany, he was watching it at 2.15 a.m. That's a dedicated fan, man. Yes, go. sir. Yes, sir, that man. Is. That's how y'all get down there in uh, in Germany, uh, Germany, Philip, man. Let us know, man. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, hey, shout out to the homie Andrew. Hey, Andrew, man, we've been trying to get you on, man. Hey, look, man, it was uh, uh, you always hit us up late with your predictions, man, after the show's done. But yeah, he 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 got in early today, man. Uh, Andrew Slovak, Slovak uh, at Slovak underscore Andrew, man. He says, uh, always rocking with us, man. Uh, he says Cowboys win thirty-one to sixteen. Dak and this offense continue to dominate. He says four hundred and fifty total yards and the defense. Well, they continue to be. Hungry, dog. They give up 265 total yards Sunday. Uh, can't get here uh, quick enough. Let's fucking go. Okay, okay. Oh, so we hold them to 260 go. total yards. Okay. I feel you, dog. I feel you, dog. Let's go. Let's see. Who else? Who else we got here, man? Uh, Dylan, you got anybody over there, brother? Nope. They're all on you. All right, all right. Let me see. Hey, you know what, man? I'm going to put this out there real quick. If we don't make the Super Bowl, you all remember that ice that ice bucket challenge? You all remember that stuff? Remember stuff like that? Yes. If anybody oh, yeah, wants yeah, to like take the bet, if there's any other fan out there, whether anybody that can, can, can contend with us to either make the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl, I say the Cowboys are going to win. This, go to the Super Bowl. And if we don't, I'll drop a bucket of ice on myself if somebody else wants to take that bet. Ooh, <laughs> so y'all listeners out there, man, if y'all want to take that bet, hit us up in the hit us up in the in the mentions on 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 um on Twitter, man. Hey, Mark said he'll take that bet, man. He's betting that we end up in the Super Bowl, and if we don't. He'll dump a he'll dump a uh, uh, some ice bucket like ice, ice on myself. Yes, sir. But you gotta yes, give me your team. I mean, you can't be coming with. Well, I, I like the Jags, and we're not gonna make it. You don't place the bet. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Facts. <laughs> yeah. One of those ABC fans. Anyone but the Cowboys. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. The worst kind of fans. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, man. Well, Shane O'Max back in the building. Shane O'Max, sweetie. Shane O'Max. Hey, at twenty one oh four, baby. He says, uh, "Happy Victory Monday." He said the Cowboys win 40 to 24. And bold prediction is Dak will have another 300 plus passing yards and three touchdowns. I hope you guys had a great Christmas. <laughs> hey, we there did, man. Go. We did, brother. We did, man. I hope you had one too as well, man. Hey, last but uh last but uh, but not least, man, the homie James Espinosa, Sir Edward James over there at uh what what's the what's the radio station, man? Uh, 1440 AM, 98.7 FM, Keys, baby, Corpus Christi. Keys, baby, there you go, there you go. He said, let's go. He said, first off, question for the pod, Dan Quinn or Kellen Moore? Both are potential head coaching candidates coming up. You can only keep one, DQ or KM, and let's go around the the room real quick. Dan Quinn. Um, Dan Quinn, and my explanation for it is this. uh, Honestly, man, from a defense standpoint, would you see what he can do with this? I mean, interchangeably, I'd be so – I've had so much faith. If, like, let's say we couldn't keep J-Ron around. And if he brought in another 6-4, you know, safety that had similar, you know, attributes, I'd be I'd, – I'd feel a lot better than if that was somebody else trying to tinker with this defense again. You get what I'm saying? Facts. 
Same mm-hmm. reason I would pick Dan Quinn. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Unfortunately, sorry, baby Jesus. I gotta go. Sweet Dan. baby Jesus, you gotta I got, go. Sweet. I got, <laughs> I got. I gotta go, Dan Quinn, man. Yeah, that the, the yeah. players love him. He's a, he's been a head coach before. He's been to Super Bowls. He's completely revolutionized the defense. A defense that was one of the worst in NFL history last yes, year. Now, now potentially the best in the NFL. So I don't know how you can't say Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. But you see, Dylan, but you're right, though. That is baby Jesus. But you see, Dan Quinn is Joseph. Hey, <laughs> I got you. Hey, man. All right. All right. Say, Sir Edward James continues to say, great pod, as always. Man, we appreciate that. James, you know how he is. Hey, yeah, man. Great radio show, as always. James, man. Yes, sir. Great radio show, on man. Yesterday and giving us a shout out yesterday and allowing yes, sir. you to. Uh, and if you haven't, bit, you know? yeah, and if you haven't listened to the radio show from Sunday, you can go to James's. Uh, Twitter or Mark's Twitter page or even my Twitter page which has been retweeted man it's got the link there and y'all can go listen to that back alright so he yep. says give me the Cowboys 35 Cardinals 24 that keeps it hot 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 like them tamales baby he says 300 plus <laughs> 300 plus uh, with three it. touchdowns he says Diggs <laughs> gets the big 12 this mm. weekend I love it okay. James alright alright and that's all we got fellas man well Thank you. Yep. Yep. I got, yep. I got a couple questions before we get out of here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How how many interceptions do you, do you all think Diggs will finish the year with? With two games left to go, eleven right now. I'm gonna give him thirteen. I think he gets one per week. One one against Kyler, and at least one against uh, Hurts. I I agree too. I think uh, I think we discussed this already, man. I think uh, he's. I think he definitely gets one against Kyler. Uh, I don't know, man. I I don't know what we're playing for. Hopefully, spoiler against the Eagles. And I hope I hope Quinn lets him go out there and and, and get that that thirteen man. <laughs> right. You know, given his history with some of the players on the Eagles, I mean, he damn near went to college with the offense. You know what I mean? <laughs> Those um, are facts. I, I I'd honestly like to see two against the Eagles personally, just because he. <laughs> I mean, he baptized uh, Devontae Smith. He made him his son that first game. He made uh-huh. Jalen Hurts his son. I, I mean, that was the most dominant game I had ever seen Trayvon play. Okay, because he was sticking dudes, he's picking dudes up, put them on the head in the corners. I mean, technically, he was sound. He was in that game, dog. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I want it to happen twice against the Eagles, and I'll give him 13. So, uh, okay, so uh, w- what is the number? Does he have to hit 14 or 15 to win defensive player of the year to you guys? Not to me, he's already in the conversation, man. I think it's, I think it's between him and Micah. <laughs> really, you think that, that's the top two? That's got to be the top two, man. Okay. What they're doing is amazing, man. It, 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 I, I mean, Miles Garrett, What? Uh, I know he's up there. And uh, who else is up there, man? Uh, TJ Watt. TJ Watt, man. And yeah, it'd really be those. Um, I guess every year you, you could always say Aaron Donald. I mean, just yeah. he, he, he could, you could say his name every year and no one's going to argue, you know what I'm saying? So he's definitely in the convo. Uh, but to me, they should start etching Micah Parsons on that trophy. Yes, sir. Okay. I mean, honestly, they, they've already put they've already put the, put out the media hating towards Trayvon. Man, you've seen that. Yeah. Right. So, so, so my wacky kind of crazy idea for co defensive player of the year, defensive players of the year is out of the question. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Dylan. Based on performance, dog. You know what, Dylan? That is not a hot take. Based on performance, you know that. But at yeah. the same time, based on the hate from the NFL. Based on the fact that they're already downplaying, look, man, the people that talk about how many yards Trayvon gives up or all these little dumb things that PFF puts out there, it's mm-hmm. just hate on it. That's what it is. It's trying to mm-hmm. downplay voters. Remember, it's a voting. 
it, it's yeah, right. for it. It's like the high mm-hmm. school, right? So, and, and then they look at Micah and they're going to be like, well, I mean, he's going based on piss and vinegar. He's not the most dominant. Hey, I'll tell you right sure. now, based on what, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just telling you what the media is going to do. Okay. I'm telling you right yeah. now. I'll tell you right mm-hmm. now. It's yeah, the you same ain't lying. reason Zach Martin, it's the same reason if Zach Martin was the dope, most dominant offensive lineman throughout the season and we averaged 200 yards a game, he still wouldn't be MVP, which he should be, but it's not, it wouldn't happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're not, to me, that's a great point. I wish we could do that. But at yeah. the same time, Trayvon is on the back end of the defense. The way the NFL voters look at it is he wouldn't be as successful if he didn't have the front line that he does. So I don't think Trayvon will get it. Okay. So, do, but so Micah, are we confident that Mike is going to get it? Or do you think they're going to head towards no, Miles I think, or TJ? I think, that, I, I think they're going to fuck the Cowboys on that. You want to know my, my true feeling towards it? I think they're going to fuck us in that category um, because of how dominant – um, we have across the line. I mean, if you look at it, Randy Gregory, Micah, D. Law, which one of which yeah. one of those do you but, but not just that, which one of those I'm talking about like defensive player type of, of candidates. To me, yeah. hey, we could split this motherfucker four ways. Randy, Ooh, Micah, D Law, and Trayvon. Let's go. But hey, but, let's but that's go. my true that's my true and you heard it here brain. first. <laughs> but I'm saying like that's my true football brain. That's the real thing that I think. But I know politics, bureaucracy, all that stupid shit that goes into it, okay? So they probably – there's so many on the Cowboys, they're going to deflect away and go somewhere else. I promise you. Yeah. See, Dylan, I think Micah should definitely get it. But like what Mark said, they're going to find any reason not to give it to him. I think solely because he's a rookie. And they're going to look at it. They're going to be like, well, it was a good season. Let's give him rookie defensive player of the year. And let's give, you know, a quote, upperclassman, the the MVP. Yeah. And, and, and they're it not sucks, gonna look but, at how good yeah. each player is. What they're going to say is, well, what if he didn't have those other guys there? Would he be a dominant? And you're going, yeah. yeah. But they're not going to yeah. view it that way, I promise you. Yeah. I mean, he did it earlier on without, without Randy and, and uh, D-Law there. So. Yeah. You see, that's the difference between people who know the Cowboys and people who generally just look at the Cowboys. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> so. They don't want to give a Cowboy say, player the MVP, much less up, two man. players. Yeah. I gotta go show the family what's up, but hey, man, look, y'all hear the y'all first, man. My boy Dylan said co uh, MVP or defensive player of the years, man. Mark said quadruple defensive player of the years, man. Hey, <laughs> it's going down only on talking boys with the boys. Hey, man, y'all know where y'all can find me at, dog. I'm Adam Y. Talking boys with the boys at Hop the Bill on Twitter, dog. Hey, talking that shit, living it up, baby. You know how it goes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I'm Mark D at Mark D's Corner on Twitter. Always talking shit. Always being a little snarky. And from what I see, what I saw today, educating other podcasters. You're welcome. Mm. <laughs> I'm Dylan Wilson. You can find me on Twitter at Dylan88Wilson. Probably not talking shit. Probably, you know, not being snarky or sarcastic. Probably just being wholesome <laughs> like you know I am, man. And yeah, man. Well, damn, and, Dylan. Put me out there as a dick. Yeah. Mark's a dick. Mark's a dick. You know, I'm just a good guy. So yeah, go ahead and follow me. Don't follow him. Follow me. Yeah, man. Hey, you can find me at that boy Dreezy. And before I head out, I sincerely want to thank Adan, Mark, and Dylan for inviting me onto this podcast a few weeks ago and, and honestly just, just letting me do this every week and joining y'all's family. I appreciate it. And like what Mark said earlier, it, it, it makes it makes watching these games even that much better, knowing that the next day we can come on and talk about them, dissect them, and just rejoice or be pissed off with other Cowboy fans and what we see. And that <laughs> yeah, honestly is thanks. a great fucking thing to do, man. And I appreciate y'all for for, for having me. And uh, I hope you'll have a great 
uh, you know, finished out 2021 and yeah, let's man. have an even better 2022. Facts. Absolutely. Go hey. bowling, big bro. Go bowling. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, everybody out there listening, thank you for rocking with Talking Boys with the boys.